0: Boost contains adult themes and language. Listener beware. Welcome to another episode of Boozed, where we get supernatural and shit based And we are, are coming to you this week with a very special quarantine episode. Yes, we are following the herd like loyal sheep and putting out a quarantine episode. Uh, and we're, we're practicing our social distancing with uh, Sydney here and I. Hello, Sydney.
1: Hello, Camille.
0: How are you doing?
1: Um, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay.
0: How good, good. Yeah. How um how's your quarantine going? How many quarantine days have you clocked so far?
1: I think Monday is gonna be my like official third week um in okay. quarantine. I think I was a little early, but actually I think I was like, you know, to my credit. I was much earlier than most people. Um, right. I did all my panic buying before everybody was claiming like that they were panic buying. You know how like like a like something bad's gonna happen, so you go to the store, and everybody's trying to pretend like they're not panic buying. Like, no, this is totally how much water <laughs> I always buy. There's nothing totally it's, normal. It's fine.
0: So I did all Who that. Who doesn't um, buy? It? Eighteen gallon jugs of water yeah. in once.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, so. I had to get at least one crate of Dasani because you know, end times. Ugh.
0: <laughs> oh God, I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, that's yeah.
0: I'm pouring out for you for that because that's horrible.
1: It's pretty no scary. one
0: should ever have to get Dasani.
2: But
1: um, uh, other than that, you know, just doing my doing my morning panics with the news briefings, and then <laughs> uh, try, to, try to settle into something else throughout the day, and I do another afternoon panic, and mm, then I, mm-hmm. you know, step away, and then I'm trying to not do a night panic anymore, because, you know, it actually I was having some weird dreams there for a second. <laughs>
0: so, oh, no.
2: Yeah.
0: I've had a few weird dreams lately, but I don't know if that's because my sleep schedule is completely, like thrown off or if it's some low level anxiety panicking because uh, I usually have weird vivid dreams they do typically involve someone trying to kill me so it's not like this is out of the ordinary for me to have these kind of dreams but it's been a while since I've had them so I don't know if I'm just getting back to normal or returning to a bad place
2: right. uh,
0: but I, I don't for myself I don't think I'm panicking and I don't know if that's good or bad.
1: Now, when you say you're not panicking, what does that mean?
0: Like, so I know there's a lot of people who I, I'm someone who naturally suffers from anxiety. And I have just not felt that anxious. This is like the opposite. Uh, I I don't know if it's because I'm kind of a homebody already. So not Going out on a Friday night, Saturday night, weekend, whatever, is normal for me. Uh, I don't do a whole lot socially. Mm -hmm. So people are like, oh, are you going stir crazy yet? Are you getting cabin fever? I'm like, no, this is just kind of my life. Uh, I've also been wanting to work from home five days a week for like the last year. I've been petitioning my job for that. So I, you know, don't really mind the whole lack of social interaction the worst thing was like i was supposed to go do something so i've been on lockdown kind of since the 13th of march and i say kind of because i did have a doctor's appointment that i had to go to so anyway i'm not panicking because i just it is what it is like i can't do anything about it i can only you know try to keep myself as safe as possible my family is all sheltering in place. Um, most of my friends are also sheltering in place. I had one friend who was exposed and so they thought that they may or may not end up with COVID, but it turns out they haven't. So I mostly panic for other people. Hmm. So if someone was like, oh no, I've been exposed and I'm more likely to be worried about them than I am to be about myself because I mean if it happens to me it it happens I don't know what else what what am I gonna do about it I'd be more upset that if I know I passed it on to someone but anyway I'm sorry you're feeling extra anxiety right now I mean, and to everyone more, like, else is feeling I don't extra think anxious
1: I think um because I I think my biggest accomplishment is just convincing my mom hey this is this is a real thing. You gotta, you gotta fucking stay home, and that's it. Like file for employment. That's what you like. You're, you're, you're in the same boat I am, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I will have to file for employment too. Apparently, I can do that, even though I don't have an employer. Technically, I think because of something in the stimulus package, gig it, workers and freelance workers will be able to apply for some sort of um, stipend. So that'll be good. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: No, that's
0: great and if uh, for all the freelancers out there if you've not heard about that yet if you've not seen that yet please look into it yeah Uh, if you want to see i well i'll try to post like some info to the podcast stories about it because i've done it to my personal page but i can post that to the boost pod account as well because there are some some um resources out there if you are like a 1099 worker, or freelance worker, if you have a combination of 1099s and W2s, you can apply for unemployment or aid right now and get, you know, a, a, hopefully at least enough to feed yourself.
2: Right.
1: So what have you been filling your corn time with?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have been quarantining timing with a lot of crocheting so far. Oh yes. That has been my predominant my predominant quarantine activity got because I've a side I, hustle um, going on. <laughs> I do have a side hustle. I'm always side hustling. So I crochet. Most people don't know that, I assume. I crochet and I make little sometimes I make dolls. I used to try to do it as one of those etni et not etni. Etsy businesses back when Etsy blew up and was like the big thing for everyone to try to do. I've always been kind of a crafty person and I make kind of dolls. Uh, It's called Amigurumi is the technique I use a lot to make dolls and little plushy toys, things of that nature. So back before the holidays, when the Mandalorian came out, a friend of mine asked me to crochet her a baby Yoda. And I had previously crocheted her something and she was just like, Oh, if you can make this for me, that'd be great. I was like, well, I have a couple of like other personal projects I'm working on right now. And my rehearsal schedule is really crazy. So let me get back to you. And so I, you know, quarantine time, I sat down and made it one day and I put it online and on my Facebook and had like two or three people like, Oh, I want one. I want one. I'll buy one from you. Now in the past, when I have, when I tell them the price, I don't hear from them ever again. Mm-hmm. So I expected, like, okay. I, I did some homework and I did a little bit of math and I came up with $40. I looked online, other people who are selling it were selling it for about the same price. I was like, great, $40. I was like, no one's gonna pay me $40 for this. I put it online within 24 hours, six people had ordered one. So Whoa. um I am now a little busy making baby Jonas, and I had to kind of shut down the ordering. I was like, I'm going to put this on hold for a minute, y'all, so I can catch up, because I also said I'd have them to you by, uh, you know, no more than two weeks, which means I have to get all of these out by Friday. Um. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know
1: that you can take on any employees right now, Camille.
0: (laughs) no no and you know it's so hard to find skilled labor right now i feel like who do i know who crochets (laughs) no one like an 80 year old at a home and i can't go visit them at the home because they're all quarantined so yeah nice have you have you found any quarantine activity the
1: only thing that i feel like i've been doing regularly is cooking making my bed and (laughs) i um I try to walk pretty for whatever reason I'm waking up early now. Like my sleep schedule Ew. is it's better than ever. It's like better than it was. <laughs> i why I was why are my eyes open at 7:30 now? Why? So I'll just get up and I'll go walk around my behind my house there's this like where I live is like where they thought was going to be this big-time third-coast Hollywood place back in the 90s because there's a huge studio okay. out here. It used to be called the Studios at Las Colinas, and they filmed Barney there, some Walker, Texas Ranger there. So this was supposed to be a big uh, deal. Okay, But, of gotcha. course, that did not work out at all, and uh, all the businesses... <laughs> Come to die in las (laughs) Galenas, so um it's there's this there's this part there's a canal behind my apartment where it looks very old-timey it's almost like you're like in italy it's really weird i know that they used to use it for sets and stuff but now it's like offices but you can't really tell because it still looks like a it looks like a movie set back there but there's like, you used to be able to take gondolas and stuff down in there. Anyway, I'll would just i just walk along that um, early in the morning and come back. Try to clear the mind. But this has not been a very okay. productive <laughs> two weeks. I'm just going to keep it 100. It's been a lot of sleeping and a lot of TV watching and a lot of not home work (laughs) outing but i've been cooking a lot so that's that's fun well
0: it's good but that's okay that you've got so i mean but you were really busy right before this happened
2: so i feel like these people are gonna make me feel
1: like you know take oh my god i was just to let the people know i've been inches away from this fucking disease like all of January and February, it's like it was like right on my heels. It's like I got out of each place right before it came to do damage. <laughs> wow. I was in Washington, I was in California, I was in Florida. Somebody had it at the somebody who worked at the game that I worked at in Seattle tested positive, is what I heard.
2: Really?
1: So I was like, "Fuck." But that was two weeks ago, so I was like, okay, I guess I'm out of I'm out of the window. But shit. You know? <laughs> so like Yeah. yeah. It's, been, it's been I'm I was happy to be done with most things. But they were trying to send they were gonna try and send me back to Seattle.
0: Yeah. And no, I'm thanks. Like, no, That's I'm not gonna fine. do that.
1: I'm not gonna do that at all. Um Please but don't. yeah, mostly mostly a lot of cookling, cooking cooking. You know what? I'm slurring my words already. This vodka and olive <laughs> juice. Uh, I pickled some you're veggies. Uh, in today. there, and you thought I was bad. I, I pickled some veggies. I um, I tried to make a pizza yesterday.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> not not so
0: much? Think about I mean,
1: I, I got it. It it looked mm-hmm. weird. It was a lot of bread. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't roll it flat enough, so it was like this mm. much bread.
0: <laughs> you got like a deep dish. It was a deep dish. Irving um, deep dish. Yes. That's funny, but anyway, moving along. Enough about enough about the the quarantine times. The quarantinies. What are you drinking as your quarantine tonight, actually?
1: So tonight, folks, I'm having uh, a very struggle bus dirty martini. I have no driver vermouth because I don't I don't have bar things. I do have bar <laughs> things. It's just the alcohol. I don't have bitters and shit like that. So I have <laughs> I had some olives. I don't even know how long those olives have been in that refrigerator, but I used them long enough.
2: enough. Long
1: enough, (laughs) and I got. I poured the olive juice in there, and I poured the vodka in there, and I went like this.
0: And -hmm. now I have. So you know, no one, no, no one can see what you just did, right?
1: Oh, uh, what I just did was I swished my wine glass around. I also don't have a martini glass, so I'm drinking this (laughs) out of a wine glass. um, And it's okay. I don't feel classy at all right now, but I think that that's okay because we are in
0: unprecedented times Ugh, gross <laughs> gross never never again if i never hear that word again
1: it's just a very long it will be too soon word.
0: just call it that times.
2: <laughs> yeah
0: you can't really put that in an email to volunteers though i mean can't you And
2: yeah, you well. can
0: you might
1: is everyone might not get some understand? Uh,
0: Might get some complaints. I
1: heard people's spouses have been like, accidentally coming in on the Zoom calls naked. They didn't even know. (laughs) How are they Uh, supposed to know you were
0: That is is what I've been looking forward to seeing a lot of just random videos of people's significant others strolling unclothed or in various states of clothing through their- Sorry. Online calls. (laughs) Uh, well, today I am drinking something that's been in my pantry for about a year and a half. It's called Crema de Almendrado con Tequila, and it is a it's a tequila liqueur. Mm-hmm. And you can mix it with stuff. It's kind of like a I think it's supposed to be like a nut flavored hazelnut type flavored thingy. All right. Well, let's get into. This special episode, um, since it is a very special COVID quarantine episode, we're doing a slightly different type of topic here. We are looking at medical conditions that seem supernatural, meaning we're going to go through this list that I found online (laughs) (laughs) of seven medical conditions. These are actual conditions, mm. but their effects are are so different that they seem supernatural. So kind of fitting into what our show's about, also fitting into the whole healthcare, health scare right now that we're going through.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So hopefully this provides a little bit of a a, a repraise from your panic modes, your morning panic Listen to us instead of doing your afternoon news panic. That's what we're going to say. Okay. All right. So the first medical condition is, and I am definitely going to mispronounce all of these because I did not do enough research to look them up. Um, The first one is a kinetopsia.
1: Um, Can you spell Mm -hmm, that? Nailed
0: it. Yeah. That's A-K-I-N, as in Nancy. E T, O P, S I A.
1: Where did that S come from? That was so the like, only thing that threw me off.
0: So it's like a kinetic, but it's a kinetics, a kinetopsia.
1: A kinetopsia.
0: Pretty much, sure. But that's what we're gonna say. It is. It is motion blindness. Have you ever heard of that?
1: Like I start moving and then I can't see.
0: Uh yeah, kind of. So it's or when a people move, I can't rare... see them. Yes, there you go. Okay,
1: <laughs> I that all the way backwards. Hey, no, you were
0: close. So it's a rare neuropsychological disorder in which the patient cannot see movement. Now they don't have problems seeing stationary objects, but their world lacks motion. And this can have an effect on, of course, driving, um, cooking, reading, being able to engage with others, uh, quote unquote, normally. Mm. Uh, Because one moment you see someone standing next to you you or in front of you, and then that person leaves the room, whereas a person without this disorder would see the person leaving the room, see all the range of the motion, Mm -hmm. to a person with ketopsia, they would see the person and then the person would be gone
1: yo that sounds terrifying so it
0: appears like the person yeah it appears like the person just disappears so <sighs> yeah I is, mean, and what makes it even
1: creep is it rare
0: it's rare yeah it's extremely rare and the creepiest thing is that it isn't something that you're born with so it can just happen
1: fuck <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine... like go from
0: seeing... Go ahead.
1: I just... Can you imagine just, like, all of a sudden one day somebody moved and then they disappeared?
0: Yeah. No, that's exactly what happens to people. They've just... All of a sudden, they're fine. They're seeing everything normally. Then one day, you're talking to someone and it looks like they've vanished into thin air when they've really just left the conversation, left the room.
1: Does it say what the... What the... Is it a genetic thing or is it... um... Is there something that you could do to be is a predisposition to it or, or
0: so what this says is that um, it's not it's not hereditary. It is a result of cortical lesions or those uh, meaning wounds on the gray matter of your brain, and what can cause a wound to the gray matter of your brain is typically a traumatic brain injury mm. but um, or not that it's not that, that's not that I said that wrong. There's wounds to the wrinkled gray stuff outside of the brain. It can also be caused by traumatic brain injury and the use of antidepressants, which is scary because like most people are on antidepressants.
1: I feel like that's like the use of antidepressants is like there's no and there's an endless endless range of symptoms. That could come from Yeah, that. side effects, yeah. Side effects include harsh vomiting, diarrhea, depression, euphoria, pink eye, mood swings, hysteria, anal leakage, and runny nips. You know, there's just like, it's unending. Anything that, yeah. anything else that happens to you, they can somehow attribute it to you taking antidepressants.
0: Well, that is so kind of, I don't know how many people know this, but when they do drug testing and clinical testing for drugs. Oh, sorry. My phone started
2: playing mad. Um,
0: when they do clinical testing for drugs anything that those people under testing report during that time frame
1: mm-hmm. has
0: to be considered a side effect exactly so you could be someone who maybe already was going to be uh, gonna gonna suffer from this disease and since it happened while you happened to be in the clinical trial for this drug oh now it may cause and you know blah 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 your antidepressants so yeah it can be oh my god this website is the worst
1: we just Know so little about the human body still.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: And I. It's the, terrifying. The human body is almost as, as terrifying as the ocean, just because of what we don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> it's as alien as the deep sea.
1: Yeah, that's a very poetic way to put it.
0: Oh, thank you. I, I do want to take a moment to say, uh, in keeping with the. Shelter at at home guidelines. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but we are not in the same room. Sydney and I.
2: Mm-mm. No,
0: she is at her home. I am at my home. So if you notice that there's some of us overlapping in our speech, it's because this is our first time testing remote recording technology.
2: Yes,
1: we are not breaking the law, Judge Clay Jenkins, and or maybe <laughs> Eric Johnson
0: we're doing our best to keep everybody safe
1: doing our part for the war effort
0: yes <laughs> all right so the next disease uh this is one that most people are probably familiar with for various reasons it is i swear if this website plays <laughs> one more damn ad it's because ugh, you're not, it's like, one of those
1: subscribed right isn't it
0: no, it's one of those websites that it's like a listicle, but you have to click to a new page every for every single item on the list instead of just seeing it all in one page. So every new page I click to pops up like eight ads. Oh, okay. It's really annoying. But this is the first website I found that had this information. So moving on. Mm-hmm. The next supernatural condition or seemingly supernatural condition is, <laughs> oh my God.
1: Camille's providing the sound effects
0: tonight. (laughs) It's fucking... And it's all PlayStation ads. I don't even own a PlayStation. Get the fuck off.
1: But is it now the time to buy?
0: (laughs) uh, Clearly. Clearly. Let me turn down... You know what? I'm going to turn down my media. Duh, Camille.
1: You seem like you would really like Animal Crossing.
0: Please, no, don't.
1: I was saying you seem like the exact demographic for it that's all what I'm saying.
0: That, what does that mean
1: i just feel like you are the person made to play that game
0: i don't feel like i don't know, I don't I like I, I don't know that
1: I, I don't know that i need to expound on that i think it just I think you what i just I, said I, I think it's I, perfectly clear
0: i feel like i need a little like think
1: about you think about camille and think about the game and like and i think then you would know exactly what i'm saying
0: I don't, like, it's it's like
2: a Sims, right? It's just all
1: cute and, like, islands, and then you get to go visit other people <laughs> and bring them cherries, and, like, <laughs> you know, it's just a very sweet game, and I just feel like it would be right in your ballpark, that's all I'm saying. Um,
0: okay, I'll excuse it then. My brother did tell me, he texted me the other day randomly, and he said, you need to buy a Nintendo Switch and buy Animal Crossing so I can come visit your island.
2: I'm like, what? No I'm, not, I'm
0: not, I'm not, no, I'm not spending $300 for a Nintendo Switch and a game that is only going to make me less productive than I already am. can't do it am. now
1: because the Nintendo Switches are sold out because everybody's trying to get one to buy Animal Crossing. Well,
0: there you go. Problem solved. <laughs> See, if I got it now, all the servers would be so overloaded that I wouldn't be able to play well. And it would an- annoy me. So, anyway. Moving on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Next disease is hypertrichosis.
1: Hypertrichosis. No. Hypertrichosis. Please give me the spelling. Yes.
0: H-Y-P-E-R-T as in Tom. R-I-C-H-O-S-I-S. Okay, Hyper-trichosis. That
1: one spelled like I
0: thought it was. Okay, <laughs> Sure. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was just making sure you knew the answer. I was making mm-hmm.
1: sure you knew how to spell it. So. Right, 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 right,
0: right. <laughs> uh, so this condition is also called werewolf syndrome because of the abnormal amount of hair that grows on the patients, blending to an appearance that similar to a werewolf. So this is the um, disease in which your your follicles overproduce hair all over your body.
1: So you're just like swarmy as fuck.
0: Okay, that's rude.
1: No, <laughs> was that rude? Is that a is that a slur? I actually don't know. Is that I bad? don't know, but
0: it it just seems like one. If so... that was
1: bad, at anybody that is like has a lot of hair, please let me know in the comments of the food <laughs> podcast please let me know if I should stop saying that people are swarmy because I will
0: I feel like that might be related to something a little bit racist
1: I don't is it I don't know that it's a cultural attachment to I don't know
0: well we'll, we'll have to we'll have to look sorry in a I'm
1: sorry yeah yeah so yeah, you're
0: I'm
1: so is this hair all over your body including your head yes hmm. it makes
0: you look like a, a werewolf
1: it grows out of your face
0: yeah like literally all over your body
2: oh my god
0: yeah so hypertrichosis can be apparent at birth or it can present itself later in life it is diagnosed via the appearance of excess hair in the non-androgen sensitive regions in relation to age gender and ethnicity of the patient so in non-medical terms um you're gonna have lots of hair in weird places. Um, wow. These are the people, so you usually saw these people. There's a really famous case of um, a few people, I think at one point there were twins who had this, um, a young man from Mexico, uh, and they were part of freak shows and circus sideshows for a long, long time. Mm. And one, and I I did find this. So, okay, so let me, I'm going to want to cite my source here. It's called whatculture.com slash offbeat. That's where I'm getting all this information from. And so one particular case, which I found, it found it very interesting that they referenced this case because I saw past guest and friend of mine, Sally, in a play that was based on this woman's life. It was a really good play. But uh, one of the most famous people with hypertrichosis was Julia Pastrana. Mm -hmm. She was a woman from Mexico who worked as the bearded lady for an exhibition through um, the circus in North America and Europe in the 19th century. So she she also suffered from another disease that made her kind of look very more animal-like, very ape-like. So Mm -hmm. she just had this horrible life as a sideshow person. And uh, was treated very poorly. And then her body was put on display for many years. Like just, yeah. Until someone finally properly buried her and sent her home to Mexico. So there is currently no cure for hypertrichosis. Usually people just go through hair removal, shaving techniques to reduce the, the, um, the amount of hair.
1: So there's no other like underlying issue that it, that occurs if you have this it really is just sort of overactive hair follicles and the hair just will keep growing like it could be hanging off of you
2: yeah yeah so
0: like you know when you would see a man with a beard but you won't see a woman with a beard if you have hypertrichosis your hair is going to grow uh everywhere so yeah it's basically all your all your hair follicles are just always producing or you know or you have excess hair follicles in places where usually you would see like very fine because I mean we all have hair on our faces yeah but it's usually very fine not noticeable um but if you have this condition it is just like the hair on your head
1: wow and I bet yeah but any sort of treatment wouldn't even be unless it's like laser removal and this like the complete burning of all your hair follicles
2: yeah, below it would be really your intense.
1: yeah, below your eyebrows, it would be that would probably that would probably be more harm than good.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, again, the most way people most way the way, ugh, sorry tequila the way most people <laughs> indeed. There it was, it just hit the way most people with this condition they do do like the debilitory creams, the waxing, the shaving. And others are just like you know what this is my natural body, it is what it is. Get over it. So power to them.
1: Yeah, of course. And so you're saying, and you can, you notice it at birth. It's noticeable at birth.
0: It can yeah. be, yeah, yeah, or it can come up later. Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, these. This I would assume this is. Is that would you say this is probably less rare than the um, the one before the one we just talked about the motion blindness.
2: I feel
0: like this one's probably more prominent than the motion blindness. Okay. I think maybe most people have it. I mean, so I I would say people maybe have it to a lesser degree than what we would see being calling them a werewolf. But I think yeah. there's probably more pe- I don't know.
1: Because I bet say. there's there could be like a varying degree of the particular. Right. Like some people are just. But I would say like if it's coming out of like all the parts of your body, like parts of your body where hair just doesn't grow. That right, that prominently, right. then that's that's a serious case.
0: Yeah, mm. for sure. Wow, but no, this this website doesn't have any data about like one in twenty people or whatever have it.
2: Mm.
0: All right, so our next medical condition that seems supernatural is porphyria.
1: Corphyria or porphyria.
2: Porphyria.
1: Okay, I had that wrong. Completely. poor. Yeah, Theria. Please give me the spelling.
0: <laughs> I feel like we've started a spelling bee. Just... the spelling bee. The musical. Um, all right. So poor theria spelt P as in Peter, O-R, P as in Peter, H-Y-R-I-A. R-I-A? porphyria
1: porphyria yes
0: okay again i'm assuming these are how these are pronounced based on my basic reading skills so porphyria is a rare inherited or acquired blood disease Mm. that presents symptoms that basically make you a vampire so what do you think that means
1: that means that Okay, there's a lot of things that that could mean. There's a lot of vampire okay. stereotypes. Um, the most obvious one is that you have a, a, a bloodthirst. Okay. And the least obvious one is that you hate garlic. So... Okay. Give me, give me and, one that's in between and, and those two. You don't. You can't go out in the day.
0: <laughs> bing, bing, bing. There you go. Okay. <laughs>
1: I feel like of the three of those, I would prefer it be that I can't go out in the day because I love garlic and I hate blood.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You'd rather just not have to see the sun again.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I was, I mean, I love the sun, but like, I don't want to (laughs) be going after people's necks, literally.
0: All right, so porphyria, uh, there are two types of this disease. There's acute and cutaneous, and then there's a bunch of subtypes. The disease is caused by an inability to produce heme, which is a component of hemoglobin, which creates the red coloring in blood. So symptoms of this disease include sensitivity to sunlight, tightening of the skin around the mouth and face, causing a very pronounced and noticeable canine teeth. Uh, necrosis of the skin and gums, hair growth on the forehead, and various changes in the color of urine after exposure to sunlight.
2: Whoa!
0: And that is only the cutaneous version of the disease. Okay. If you have acute, if you have acute porphyria, you also suffer from vomiting, nausea, mental disturbances, and the possibility of seizures. Shit. So it affects so, your
1: teeth as well
0: yeah I mean it's kind of gonna it's messing I guess since it's a blood disease it's messing with you know a lot of your internal and so I guess that's like drawing the blood and moisture from your skin and gums so making you have like a very tight look uh your gums are very pronounced or like shrunken back making your teeth very pronounced things of that nature Mm. um you have very pale skin and so this is why it's some people believe it's linked to, according to this article, again, everything I get, I'm getting today is from this article on whatculture.com. So it's been suggested that cutaneous porphy- porphyria is part of what is inspiration to vampire legends. Since they're sensitive to light, they have the big, large incisors, they have pale skin, and... Um, but nothing about in, blood? Um, I mean, but it's a, it's a condition of your blood.
1: Oh, so maybe they were, I can see them being like, I need to take somebody else's blood because there's something wrong with my blood. And that, like, I can see how the story of a vampire could come out of this. huh? Right. Right. So,
0: and so since you have photosensitivity and pale skin on top of that, uh, it's painful for these people to be directly, you know, exposed to sunlight. Um, Additionally, So this is weird. So it says, additionally, garlic contains a chemical compound that exasperates conditions of this disease, further adding to the relation between vampirism and porphyria.
1: So you're telling me that the entire concept of a vampire is, like, fucked up and, like, is, like, making fun of, like, a a health condition.
0: I mean, it could be. So because one of the treatments of porphyria includes injectable uh, heme, which is hemoglobin, which is part of your blood, right? Mm -hmm. So you're basically being injected with parts of something found in blood.
1: Yeah, I want to steal your blood. There you Ah! go. Damn!
0: See, I think I once saw a Lifetime movie based on that disease. I don't know if it was a true story, but it was like um, this family and Their two daughters had porphyria, and the whole thing was about their struggle about being seen as outsiders in their nice little suburban community, and there was just one scene I remember where they're like getting into the van, and so they have the girls covered up in all these blankets to get them to the van, and the van's windows are all like blacked out, and a cop pulls them over, and the dad is like, hey, you know, we're just driving to such and such, and he's like, well, what's going on in the back of your van? He's like, no, please you know it's like my kids are back there i promise it's just my kids he's like well i'm gonna need to check it out and he's like no you can't open the doors please my kids are very sick blah 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 and i guess the cop thought you know he was kidnapping children or whatever but then like the cop goes to the back of the van and pulls open the doors and these girls are just screaming in pain and horror and, like breaking out in blisters and shit. so that um, is it was the weird. most
1: <laughs> lifetime shit i've ever heard <laughs> right <laughs> like <laughs>
0: And I saw this movie when I was a kid. Like, I saw this movie years ago, and it's always stuck with me, that one scene of being really, really weird. So, oh anyway. God. That's
1: some Steven. All right.
0: I'm... shit. <laughs> Our next medical condition. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: and we're only doing seven, so we only have, like, a handful more to go. Like, this is number four, I think, or countdown from seven to number four. All right. Uh, is Fugue State. You've heard of that one, right?
1: Fugue state. Is that mm-hmm. one word or two? No, it's two. Okay. Fugue. Is there a P H or an
0: F? An F.
1: Give me the spelling.
0: Use <laughs> it in a sentence. Uh, it's F U G U E. Where you get going at the F U part? <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, sorry, guys. I'm five. I'm five years old. I don't know if you guys do that, but um. <laughs> Fugue state. No, I've never heard of this.
0: Really? Okay. Well, a fugue state is a psychiatric disorder that causes amnesia, affecting personality, memories, and specific character traits of a person's individuality.
1: Okay. So, is that anything related
0: to... So, basically, it's a state... You can go into, I don't know, I've mostly seen reference to it in, like, books and movies, like, pop culturally. Mm -hmm. And so, when someone goes into a fugue state, they basically go into, like, this weird trance where they may exhibit behaviors and a personality completely out of their, quote-unquote, normal. Okay. But, when they come out of it, they have no recollection of anything they did while in that state.
1: Like... Jim Carrey in the mask. Okay. that's. I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm, that's... I'm about midway through this glass now.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm going to say it's less like Jim Carrey in the mask. Like and Beyonce more and like Sasha some... No. Okay. It's not an alternate personality. Okay. It's...
1: it's not because you don't remember anything that you did in that state. Will you come out, right? uh, okay, I would say
0: it's probably closer to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde.
1: Ah!
2: Okay. Maybe. Did Dr. Oh Jekyll
1: gosh. not remember anything that Mr. Hyde did?
0: I, I never read not... that
1: story.
0: Okay, but I'm really mad at this article because I just scrolled down a little bit and they make a direct reference to Sasha Fierce. So.
1: <laughs> was I right or was I right? <laughs>
0: Uh, well, let's let's continue reading. Wow, so,
1: Beyonce's influence, amazing.
0: <laughs> reach so much reach. What does that mean? The reach that has the power
2: it has. I mean, like influence. in a random
1: article about supernatural. Like <laughs> medical conditions, and she still shows up. Incredible.
2: Oh goodness. Go
1: all right. So
0: generally, the fugue state is very short lived, lasting only hours to days, but it can also last months. Okay, so that's not general. that you covered like all the bases. Um, so post recovery, the patient's previous memories return, but amnesia of the episode remains. There's something uh, very who suffer from this. A little bit. So there's, I mean, but there's been some true crime stories, both kind of real and made up, where people are like, oh, they entered a fugue state. They didn't know what they were doing.
1: And it has nothing to do with, like, sleepwalking, right? No. Okay, never mind.
0: Well, I say that, but it it could be similar because people have, like, had sleep episodes where they've killed someone.
1: I heard a story about that on My Favorite murder.
0: Yeah, there there have been a couple of those, a few of those episodes, but that's a specific sleep condition, not a fugue state. So it's okay. similar, but not the same, okay. because what you're talking about, and I don't know, maybe this article might touch on it. So, but what you're kind of talking about is like where you are acting out your dreams physically
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, or it's more of like, um, not, not a delusion, but, um, what's that word when you like, see things
1: um uh i want to say illusion but that's not that's
0: not it yeah that's not that's not the word anyway it's kind of like you feel you think that you're in that situation and therefore you look at your sleeping partner and you think that because of the dream you're having also you think that person's a robber and so you end up beating your partner to death because in your sleep state you were like dreaming while awake and actually moving and all that so there's a, a comedian named Mike Verbiglia and he actually suffers from that and his whole like album is about his episodes with um his sleep disorder and an incident in which he jumped through a window it's really funny you should listen to his set. it's called sleepwalk with me with I, Mike Birbiglia. It's really I will good.
1: listen to that I I need a good another yeah. good comedy album
0: I think, I mean, that's one of my favorite comedy albums. I think it's just, and the way he tells the story, his storytelling is really, I think, really good. But anyway, Mm -hmm. back to Fugue States. So when the person who suffers from this, they might find themselves wandering aimlessly, suffering from distress. They may not know who they are. Uh, They may take on a whole other identity, which, and this is where the article goes, they may not know who they are or take, on Another Identity Completely, which explains the entire Sasha Fierce episode.
1: (laughs) Because Um, you know what? I feel like there's no reason for us to not, there's no, and there's probably no evidence that a fugue state does not result in a positive sort of personality that is so much better than uh, your current one. So maybe it's, this incredible version of you that you don't even remember being, but everybody else does. And then like, you know, it's confident, it's cool. It's like, you do that for a weekend and everybody loves you. And then you come back and you're more like, it's like Superman and Clark Kent, you know, you just don't even, it's two different people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the way they're describing it, it doesn't sound like there's a positive side of this particular. Well, that because, I mean, you're you're at risk of your injury to yourself or others. But, um, if, you, if,
1: but if you take another personality, why has it got to be a bad personality?
0: I mean, I feel like like kind of what you're saying either brings out like the deepest, darkest parts of you, which I don't know. It, but the, I mean, it could maybe make you a better person, but it nothing in this Sasha article Harris. makes it sound like you come out better. It could make you sound <laughs> Was that good or bad? I wasn't really a fan. It was
1: fantastic. Thing, so. <laughs> um, okay. We were all grateful for it were we all right cool cool
2: cool cool. moving on back a
1: meal.
0: sorry hive don't come after us i'm a member (laughs) half of us are hive members yes i'm not a hater i'll say that much i appreciate beyonce i'm just i'm not into it like that i'm not into it like that that's all i'm gonna say whatever whatever anyway um so yeah. So when an individual is in this state, they cannot recognize friends. They may, may not recognize their family. They have no sense of their original personality, um, and then they have no memory of what happened. So there's no medication. Um, you're treated through psychotherapy and hypnosis, hypnosis, and maybe some behavioral cognitive therapy. Um, yeah.
1: I'm gonna be and honest. Here. I think so far this one is my favorite because. Why is that? You can like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> um, don't tell the people what I'm doing, um, because I think there's like a, not that you would remember the relief you would feel in letting go of like, because maybe your regular life sucks. And, like you go into this mm. other personality and it's better or something like that. I don't, I don't know. There's there's right. potential in this one. Everything else just felt like you know you're going to be a scourge to society and, and you'll never really be able to benefit from it. But from this it feels like there are some ways that you could probably benefit from it.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, possibly. possibly, As long as you're yeah. not hurting anybody
1: as long as you're not hurting anyone yeah or yourself, or yourself.
0: All right, so our next one um i am going to fuck up the pronunciation of this one it's called dermatographic urticaria
1: dermatographic
2: urticaria ur- um, urticaria
1: i need the spelling let me try to let me try to do the dermatographic though okay so okay okay d e R M A, Correct. T-A-G-R-A-P-H-I-C.
0: So close. That second A is an O.
1: Tographic. Okay. Tographic, yeah. And the uh, second word
0: is urticaria.
1: U-R-T-A-C-A-R-I-A.
0: So close. Damn it. This, the A was an I. The first A was an I. Ticaria. ticaria. Sorry, that I might be my pronunciation.
1: I think that was your fault. So. Yeah, that's
0: on me. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. So, this is. But, but, okay, so what do you think that is?
1: Say it again for me, the, I already forgot. Stop it.
0: Stop it. Dermatographic or Ticaria?
1: Dermati- so, is it skin related?
0: It is skin related, yes. What, what does graphic mean?
1: It means there's something happening on your skin that I can definitely see.
0: That is correct. So this skin disorder is also known as dermographism or skin writing. It is a rare disorder that causes scratches on the skin to redden and swell, taking on the appearance of hives. Even the slightest of scratches can become welts. The welts only last about a half hour uh, but according to the Mayo Clinic, the cause of dermatographia is unknown, but it can be triggered in some people by infections, emotional upset, or medications. So it's basically like a weird case of hives, I guess, in which your skin—you get a scrape, you get a cut, and it immediately like wells up and causes um, this like reddish welt.
1: But you have to like scratch yourself on something, or these these scratches just appear.
0: You do scratch yourself, so um, people with dermatographia can lightly scratch words and symbols onto their skin that will rise and turn extremely red, suggesting possession or demonic attack. Demonic, sorry, demonic attack (laughs) to outside absorbers, observers, which is you know kind of a neat trick,
1: huh?
0: So if you were, so if you have this and say you scratched you know, just kind of enough to kind of, you know, nick get, get that first layer of dermis. Yeah. If you scratch the words like hell or murder, it would immediately start to welt up to make it like a raised hell or murder. And so you could basically trick people into thinking you're like possessed and have like these demons coming through your skin or whatever. That's pretty
1: badass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so this has led to pe that, this so given that that is what the disease is it has led people in different ancient civilizations to think it was a sign of demonic possession um and perform exorcisms on these people which we can which we all know now can go really really badly (laughs)
1: it just not even
0: work (laughs) or not work at all yeah so um Skin writing can be treated with anti-inflammatories and allergy medicines. Oh, good. Limiting exposure to hot water or using really thick moisturizers help. Um, this is mostly like a, a harmless disease. It just kind of, considering the welts aren't permanent. Now, if you also have this with um, keloid, keloidysis, oh, you know, gotcha. then, yeah. then you're probably. So somebody
1: punches you in the arm. Or does it have to be a cut, like the skin has to break?
0: No, like, I think it's definitely like you have to cut the skin. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's not even a, like a deep cut. Like, again, just kind of, I think to get through that first thin layer of your dermis. So
1: if you get a paper cut, it could just like, your whole finger could be as big as your hand.
0: Well, it's not like swelling your whole, it's making that one cut raise. Oh, Okay. So I'm, I'll try to show you this picture. I don't know if you're going to be able to kind of. Whoa,
1: man, that is sweet. That's like you can do your own brand. You can do a different brand every day.
0: Yeah, I don't know if branding yourself is cool. Some people think it's cool. That's uh, so weird. We're, that's where we're not going to go there. Um... <laughs> It's a lot of layers, there are a lot of different layers to that. All right, so, oh God, why is this picture a bug? Uh, all right, so our next medical condition that seems supernatural, Morgulons?
1: Morgulons.
0: Morgulons.
1: Morgulons. M-O-R-G-A-L-O-N-N-E-S. L O
0: N S. Closer. M O R G E L L O N S.
1: See, it's your pronunciation.
0: Okay, well. Morga. Gu- Thank you, Professor Sydney. Whatever. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so this is a, according to this article, it is a little understood and albeit controversial condition in which sufferers believe that they are infested with bugs, Mm. experiencing biting and stinging sensations. Oh, God. It it is often accompanied by the presence of unusual fibers that seem to appear under the skin. Additional complications include fatigue, hair loss, tooth loss, Jesus Christ, red sores, joint and muscle pain. So according to the CDC... Most of the reports, oh good, they come from California, Texas, and Florida.
1: Oh, shit. Is it chiggers?
0: Because No, it's not chiggers. Okay. <laughs> um, over 14,000 people seem to suffer from it, but the Center of Disease Control states that the disease does not exist. And the fibers are common household fibers from clothing, blankets, and various other ex-ti- uh, textiles. And that the patients are actually suffering from delusions.
1: Damn. So 14,000 so, people are crazy?
0: Basically. Or mentally ill, let's say. I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's some... So yeah, it's kind of the... the the topic is up for debate. Some people believe the people actually have this real affliction in which uh, of some sort, I don't uh, clearly they're not finding actual bugs and fibers growing out of these people, but this is what the people are experiencing and saying they're experiencing. So well, the they... it's like, well, you're just delusional, but other people are like, well, no, this isn't necessarily delusion since it's so specific.
1: Yeah. Didn't you say that there's some sort of lesion under the skin?
0: It can lead, well, it says that, well, this just says that additional complications can include fatigue, hair loss, tooth loss, sores, and joint and muscle pain, which, if you think about it, if you're under extreme mental duress, you can lose your hair.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: if you're scratching at your skin a lot because you think there's bugs under there, you're going to get red sores and welts.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, tooth, tooth loss, uh, I don't know, that's kind of a weird one, and like joint and muscle pain, Maybe you could also maybe have fibromyalgia or, you know, just basic um, arthritis to go with it, or maybe it's some form of psoriasis, like um, arthritic psoriasis. Mm. So it seems like it could be like a, a weird combination of all these things, but the, the verdict is still out on whether this particular condition is a real condition of the body or the mind is what it comes down to. Okay. So... There's a lot of supernatural theories that suggest that it's nanotechnology from aliens or a planet plague. Those are theories by like people who are really into supernatural stuff. Planet like plague. Us. It could be nanotech. You know, the government sending little microbes or aliens sending little nanotech bugs. I did to hear you.
1: that that's what they think. I heard a conspiracy that that's what they think that the coronavirus tests are actually doing is shoving a. Shoving a little nano bug up your nose
0: into your brain. Yeah, so I guess a lot of celebrities are now going to have little bugs up their brains. Maybe they are. Sure, why not? Um, additionally, some have connected chemtrails to their illness. See, there you go. Claiming that the symptoms are worse when the chemtrails are visible.
1: I feel like yeah. When you start using, when you start talking about chemtrails, you start talking about bugs in your brain, that's when people, that's when the CDC checks out and they go, nah.
0: So other people, you know, they're relating it to fungal infection, Lyme disease, Uh um, you know, plant genetics, maybe you're just having allergic reaction to something. Could be that. Um, But so, like I said, no one seems to know or agree on what the cause is. Or what this disease actually is. Why do um, they think
1: it's most prominent in California, Texas, and Florida?
0: Uh, it doesn't say. Again, this is like a, this isn't a medical website. <laughs> so okay. we would have to do some independent research. And I just didn't put that much time into this episode. We'd have to, to ask honest, Dr. Fauci kind
1: of what he thinks. Yeah. He's the only person i get him wants. on the horn. <laughs> However, he hasn't
0: punched what's-his-name yet, so can He's we really gonna trust He's not going to do him?
1: it. He's not going to do it. He's just going to stand there until his hair falls out.
2: That
0: seems right. Um, so sometimes this can be treated with high dose of antibiotics. They've shown some success with that. Mm. But uh, for the most part, the people who suffer from it are just left to suffer, and they've, they're kind of being given the label of being mentally ill. And, um, yeah, it's just one of those things. Still left up to to mystery. Mm. All right. Ooh. Okay. So our final medical condition is one that I've heard of. Okay. And it is truly terrifying oh, um, to me, at least. Oh. And that is locked-in syndrome.
1: Locked in. Locked. L-O-C-K-E-D in. Is this yes. kind of like the um, fainting goats but for people? <laughs>
0: um, what do you mean? Like what's the thing Like your
1: say locks up or you fall over. Or somebody like scares you.
0: No, not the same. Oh, okay. Locked in syndrome. Also known as, oh God. Cerebromedullospinal disconnection. Now that Cerebromedullospinal, spinal, it's basically brain and spine uh-huh. um, disconnection. Lockton syndrome is a horrifying condition in which the patient cannot move or speak due to full paralysis of almost all the muscles in the body except oh. for their eyes. If you have total locked-in syndrome, you can't even move your eyes, though.
1: Some people would just consider you dead.
0: Well, no, because if you have locked-in syndrome, you're just physically paralyzed. You are still mentally and physically cognizant while unable to move or communicate.
1: That sounds horrifying.
0: So it's kind of similar to something we've talked about before on this uh, uh, podcast, sleep paralysis. Mm. Um, So this syndrome, locked in syndrome, is caused by damage to portions of the lower brain, which can result from Lou Gehrig's disease or ALS, as we more commonly know it now, multiple sclerosis or MS, traumatic brain injury, strokes and circulatory diseases. It is extremely rare that motion returns to the patient, and ninety percent of patients die within four months of developing it.
1: Oh my god!
0: And so, this this uh, disorder, uh, meaning you know you have the inability to move or communicate. Uh, some people related to zombification or old hack folklore. Um, In, like, Haitian voodoo, poison from pufferfish was administered to a victim who will go into convulsion and paralysis, and thereby seem dead. So, much like the Lofton syndrome, the victim is aware, but unable to move.
1: Like the pufferfish that, if not prepared correctly, like, it's super expensive, but if they don't make it right, you'll die?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Um, And in the old hag legend from cultures from like Newfoundland to Morocco and all over the world, the victim is awoke, awakened at night by a shadowy figure, a demon or an old woman who sits on their chest causing paralysis and an inability to speak. So that's more like the um, sleep paralysis. Right. So yeah. Uh, And guess what? There is no cure for locked in syndrome there's no standard process for treatment. Uh, basically, they can just give you some occupational therapy to make sure your muscles don't atrophy. And they may be able to give you some drug therapy to treat certain symptoms.
1: And they said most people um, die four days after four months, <laughs> four months.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They didn't say why death comes maybe unless it eventually shuts down muscle function to like your lungs
1: yeah i think you gotta move around if you don't move around you could
0: but i mean i would assume well i guess if that happens and they put you on a respirator then they have to make the decision to remove you from the respirator um yeah the scary thing is though it's not like you're brain dead it's not like you're in a coma it's different from being in a coma You're, you're fully aware you just cannot move or communicate um But, you know, sometimes with technology, they're saying, like, with different interfaces and advances in technologies, they can now maybe do some, like, brain connectors that may help you, like, communicate while you're in this state. Wow. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's that's it. That's uh, the seven medical conditions that seem supernatural. Mm. We did it. We did it, guys.
1: See, guys, there are... Although we are in trying times, there are <laughs> things far, far, far worse than COVID nineteen yeah. that there are still no cure for, It will absolutely kill you.
0: Absolutely, yes.
1: So let's let's find Split. silver silver lining. Silver lining. <laughs> let's bright side it. Let's find some gratitude today.
0: Yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you were talking you wanted to talk about, oh yeah, so what um what we've been watching while in quarantine
1: and our quarantine.
0: yeah, so, like I said, I've been basically quarantined- teened teened living my regular ass life since the thirteenth of March. So Bill's been living her
1: best life living <laughs> um, her <laughs> <my> best <laughs> life, you know she's got I started exercising this. a little. Bit. She's got like. Yeah,
0: I'm making money. I'm exercising. I'm eating better. I'm going to look good at the end of this. Getting some walk time outside in nature, you know? Um, There's a trail behind my house that isn't too busy when I go. So it's nice.
1: Okay. Don't be breathing in somebody's droplets
2: over there.
0: I don't know. But this one lady, she was walking behind me at a distance and then she caught up to me and I expected her to like pass me on the left but make like a far pass and like she like passed like right on my left and I'm like ma'am you are 78 if a day you do not need to be close to anyone
1: you can't outrun this And
0: she, yeah and then she like tried to talk to me while she was passing by and, like God she reached hand to me and I'm like ma'am what are you doing lady wow. no stop it She has a death wish. Anyway, um, so the first thing I believe I did was finished, or I didn't finish. I caught up on Vikings on Hulu. So I think there's one more season to go, but they don't have it on Hulu yet. So I finished Vikings. Then I caught up on all my regular shows, which I watch, like Good Girls and Superstore and... Modern Family. So all my sitcoms and my procedurals I've caught up on. Mm. Then I moved to the, I think I recently finished Archer 1999 season. Um, (laughs) What movies have I watched? I've watched Midsommar. And I think that's really the only movie movie I've watched. Like I said, so I was, it's kind of hard for me right now since I'm trying to get all this crocheting done to watch something while I crochet because it's kind of a detailed thing that I have to kind of count and keep focus on. Mm-hmm. So I've been mostly listening to like recordings and books on tapes and things like that and podcasts. Mm. Um, I feel like there's another movie I watched. Oh, I did start um, Tiger King yesterday.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got. Two and a half episodes in. So I'm only two and a half episodes in, but oh my god. No
1: spoilers, guys, but she is in for a wild ride.
0: <laughs> I So we did a, my friend set up a Netflix party thing on our, you know, the thing that's really big right now, the browser for your, you can watch Netflix with all your friends. Mm-hmm. So we did Netflix party and we did a Zoom session at the same time so we could all see each other. And like... The whole time, my face was just one of utter... I was touching my face so much because I was just that shocked and disbelieved. Like, you're like, okay, these people are crazy. And then you're like, okay, these people are assholes and crazy. And you're like, oh, that guy's an asshole. And you're like, oh, that guy's running a sex cult. And then it just gets crazier. And you're like, how does it... And it's one of those stories that you expect to all take place in Florida.
1: Yeah. But only one of the
0: people in Florida. So I think I just, that it
1: makes perfect sense that it's like oscillating between Florida and Oklahoma. I think that that makes <laughs>
0: perfect sense. <laughs> that it's all like in the South. Oklahoma, oh, Texas, yeah. oh, yeah. Florida. Or not Texas, South Carolina.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but I, when I thought about it, I was like, this has everything. It has animals. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, some animal abuse. Let's be blunt about it um but then you have your your true crime and yes. you have your cults yes. all things that i am deeply interested in and yes. like this show is like made animals,
1: for animals cults true crime lgbt representation like right. all of it it's got uh, That was
0: that all was, of it that was really I was like did he trick that man into being gay i don't true
1: several men into being gay <laughs> you know because People will be gay for meth is what I've learned. Meth is a hell of a drug.
0: <laughs> I'm uh I'm not I identify as meth gay. Um I'm only gay <laughs> if you're something like we me meth. I'm
1: only gay for meth. So
0: yeah. I mean I I'll have sex with you, but I mostly just want the meth. So
1: Really just here um, the <laughs> for the meth. For
0: the meth. Wow, yeah, that show, I've again, I, oh, I've only gotten two and a half episodes oh, in. I
1: wish I was where you were in it. I wish I could remove it from my brain just to watch it all over
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> and I think after this, I don't know, there's so much that I was having to catch up on Netflix. There's a whole bunch of Netflix shows I still have to catch up on that I want to see. So if we are in this for another month, I'm sure I'll burn my way through them sooner than later. I'm trying, though, to month. get some... I'm trying to get some reading done here and there. I'm trying to, like, take some time doing walks and exercising. So it hasn't just been all me sitting on my couch watching TV. But it's been a lot of it. So And I also, again, I still have to work from home. So during the day, I may have, like, meetings and calls I have to make. So anyway, what have you been binging on? Um,
1: I've been, like... Uh, so I'm, I'm watching shows that are currently in production because for whatever reason, like, I really want to make a petition that everybody who already has completed TV shows, release them immediately. Just give all the episodes <laughs> out. Why the fuck are you making me wait a week and a week? And a... But you know what? Maybe that's a good thing. We need to ration our content. So I've been yes. watching. Um, uh, I have my mom's HBO account. So I've been watching, there's a Uh, show called The Plot Against America, which is about, Mm -hmm. um, it's a, it's a alternative historical telling of like, if Charles Lindbergh became president and Charles Lindbergh, uh, if you don't know, was a very big fan of eugenics and just thinking that he was hot shit because he had flown all the way around the world. Back when
0: That's why your kidnapped you could, your baby got kidnapped.
1: You know, and you know, God don't like ugly. So that
0: word word.
1: Uh, but you know, he did he was not a big fan of Jewish people. And the show is essentially about uh Jewish people living in uh, a community in Jersey just sort of uh, going through hell basically because Charles Lindbergh is president and they don't understand, you know, you know, he doesn't see them as people. It's very much about, like, the struggle that Ascetic Jews, or, or just, like, New York Jews went through then. It's really good. Uh, Winona Riders on it. So.
0: Okay. I... Okay,
1: go ahead. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's like two episodes in. I, I, I like it so far. I've also watched, there's a show called High Maintenance, which is, um, quietly i think this is one of the best shows on tv it's about just new yorkers different stories like different people living in new york and the tie that brings them all together is they all have the same weed guy and it's also about like his story and what he's been going through too it's on the fourth season it's really good it's like you don't have to start it at any one place really it's like a different telling of different stories every episode okay um Really good, really, really good episodes this season. Sometimes it's really funny. Sometimes it's really deep. It's like the Twilight Zone, but, like, high people in New York. <laughs> so. Hmm. Um, and I've just been, like, watching shows over again. Because now I'm really. I did watch Outbreak.
0: With <laughs> Hoffman,
1: and I was like, you know what? If there was pus coming out of our faces right now, everybody would take this shit seriously. But also, they'd be trying to blow us up. If you've seen that movie, you know what I'm talking
0: about. I think it's been a while. So. I don't
1: know why Donald Sutherland was so bloodthirsty in that movie, but I feel like he got the role as President Snow probably because of that movie. That's just my theory. Gotcha. <laughs> Even Morgan Freeman was a bad guy in that movie. Like, come on. You can't but, always uh,
2: be bad, So
1: You can't. I can't bring myself to watch Contagion. It's too real. It's hidden too close to home now. That movie scared the shit out of me eight years ago when it came out.
0: I don't remember if I saw that or not.
1: It's it's very, very poignant right now when you just but. think about like some of the stuff that I've heard and like I'm trying to avoid now, but like you gotta just like when there's whenever there's like a mass there's mass death, right? There's nothing mm-hmm. you can really mm-hmm. do with it. You have to keep moving on. And that means that people are dying alone without their families. And they don't let you get the bodies back and stuff like that. I don't want to bum anybody out. I've been drinking a lot. But...
0: <laughs> oh, I have seen that one.
1: Yeah. Oh, you have seen contagion.
0: Yeah, I off? mean, it was it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, it came
1: out. It came out years ago. There was even some con- like people who didn't know this movie came out literal like over five years ago thought this is all fake. They're trying to promote this. Have you guys seen this new movie that's about to come out? I'm like, listen, listen, Hotep people, this movie came out almost ten years ago. Nobody's fooling you. no one.
0: So well. I think I, I I do intend to watch *Parasite* um, and Parasite. *The Birds of Prey*. It won the Oscar uh, for Best Picture. Um, did it? *Parasite*.
1: Oh, I thought you said *Birds of Prey* did.
0: No, well, I, I said *Birds of Prey*, but then you said *Parasite*, and I was like, "Yeah, it won the Best Picture." And you're, it, it's hard. What is way.
1: *Parasite* about? *Paras*. Oh, *Parasite*. Got it. There <laughs>
0: right.
1: Sorry, it had to. A- <laughs> It had to register. I still haven't seen
0: that. Um, and then I I have asked my brother for his HBO Go password, and he has yet to send it to me for, like, mm-hmm. the third time. So um, we'll see it. if I ever get to see Watchmen. I mean, I figure they're probably doing a free trial of some sort right now, so I should probably just sign up for that.
1: No, they're not. I mean, maybe for, like, seven days.
0: <laughs> I mean, how many do I need to watch the Watchmen?
1: I mean, I guess if you're going to binge it, you can probably get all the way through it in a week.
0: Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. So, yeah, I'm fine.
1: I miss outside. (laughs) Everybody's baking bread. Not me. I don't have a bread pan.
0: (laughs) Well, that's where you get creative. Maybe you should make some naan. I'm going to make
1: some muffins. I have a muffin pan inexplicably because I why? But I've got Well, can't, to. You just make,
0: can't you just make tiny breads out of the, like...
1: That's what I'm going to do. That's what a muffin is, Camille. Tiny breads.
0: And, and you made it sound like it was a problem. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I was trying to just help you fix the problem.
1: What? I said muffins, and you said tiny breads.
0: Because you said I don't have a bread pan, I have a muffin pan. I was like, well, can't you just put the bread stuff in what the muffin? It? And you're like, yeah, that's tiny bread. I'm like,
2: well, what's the problem?
1: But I can't make a loaf. I have the loaf. You're gonna shape. slice it, <laughs> but it's but you slice it and it looks like, it's like shape is the issue here. I know it's gonna be the same thing, but it's still a mm. loaf of bread. You slice it, you have it like a ble- a bread slice. A muffin is a whole other experience, is it not?
0: You can still put you can put something between the muffin, cut it in half, spread.
1: You know, who does that? Who slices a muffin in half puts a something lot of in people. between it? A Ooh.
0: lot
1: of people. Nobody does people.
2: that. <laughs>
0: Nobody
2: okay, you you've never a had
1: muffin. blueberry
0: muffins, a blueberry muffin. Slice in half and put some butter on there?
1: If I have a blueberry muffin, I'm just going to eat it like a cupcake.
0: <sighs> you don't do the muffin tops where you like pull the top off, eat the inside, and then eat the top separately? You don't do anything like that?
1: I don't think that, no.
0: Or, like sliced, open them up and to put like cream cheese in it. That's what. What bagels is this life you're living?
1: That's what bagels are for. Why are you put cream cheese on your muffin?
0: It's good.
1: The muffin already has everything you need in it. It's already got fruit and butter and sugar. <laughs> it was okay. made with it.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: What kind of boring ass okay. muffin did you get that you needed to add things to it?
0: You get a blueberry muffin, like I said, a blueberry muffin. Yeah. You heat it up. Okay. You put some butter on it, maybe some cream cheese. It is super delicious.
1: Does it not already have butter in it?
0: Can you taste the butter in it?
1: Yeah, probably. It's it's mixed in. You can taste the richness. You can taste the sugar. The
0: riches. You can taste the sugar. Okay. Now you're just being contrary to me. And
1: why contrary. do you need a why do you need cream cheese on a blueberry muffin? <laughs> I'm just saying the same
2: thing
0: you can do is jazz up.
1: Jazz up muffins. Muffins are already jazzy. Just
0: because you eat your blueberry muffins like a boring person wow. doesn't mean I can't live a little. I mean, you put butter on cornbread and there's probably butter already in it, right?
1: I actually don't put butter on cornbread.
0: Uh, what is wrong with you?
1: You know what? Here's what I should. The thing about butter for me is I I have a very complicated relationship with butter because my mother didn't keep it in the house because she didn't. She thought butter's bad for you. Well, you don't eat butter. I would get pancakes. She would scrape the butter right off my pancake and put it somewhere else and then hand me back the pancake. I have to this day never had pancakes with butter on top.
0: You know, you're an adult now. You can do that.
1: But now it's in my head. I'm like, it needs to. Okay, I don't need. I don't need the butter, so I just automatically take it off. So I, it's a complicated. I'm still familiarizing myself with the taste of butter. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't feel That's, like you're trying very hard, though.
1: I, I went so long with being deprived of it. Okay. You know.
0: Hmm. Sydney. Camille. How you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. Feel a little bit better. Glad we got some laughs in tonight. That's important. Get some laughs in yes. with your friends so that you Absolutely. don't feel like, you know, the world's falling down around you. You could feel yeah. a lot better with friends.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that does it for this very special episode of Boost. Uh... Sydney, do you do you want to remind the people where they can find you on the interwebs?
1: Uh, you can find me um, at t- Twitter, um, tweeting about uh, you know socialism sometimes, and sometimes <laughs> uh, you know um, the proletariat and how we must rise up. <laughs>
2: okay. Uh, no, really
1: guys, light you
0: content. You can, what? <laughs> really light hearted, funny content.
1: No, yeah. it's great. You guys should totally follow me. Sid underscore in underscore play. That's the Twitter handle. Um, if you want to know anything about when I used to be gainfully employed as a sound recordist, you can go to <laughs> <laughs> at Grandeur Sound on Instagram. And if I know you and we're cool. You can follow me at um, Sid, under, Sid and Play, the same as the Twitter, on
2: Instagram.
0: Awesome. And I would like to take this moment, since it's on my mind, to ask you all who are listening to please go follow our social media for Boozed Pod. You can find us at Boozed Pod on all social media platforms. We are the same basically everywhere. I think uh, the only difference is Reddit and we're really not on Reddit that much. So it doesn't matter. Please follow us. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen. Also, if you could, you know, I, I know you're kind of stressed out. You probably have some anxiety right now. You know what would make you feel a little bit better? If you wrote a review for us on Apple Podcast or Stitcher, just you don't have to actually like write anything deep and meaningful about the show. Just say, hey, cool, cool job guys. Something random, something weird. No one really cares what you write unless it's negative. Please don't write anything negative, because that'll hurt someone's feelings. And when I say that, I mean I will track you down and hurt your feelings. Um Just kidding. Haha, funny, get it. That being said, please rate, review, subscribe, follow all over, BoostPod. That's where you can find us. You can find me at the Camille Monet on Instagram and Twitter and Facebooks. And yeah, thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Take care of yourselves mentally and physically. Get some sunshine when you can. Stay six feet away from me at all times. Love you all.
2: And bye-bye. Love you, guys. Bye. <laughs> Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit is getting real! Shit, is real! Shit is real! Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit is getting real! Shit is real! Coronavirus! Thank you for
0: listening to Booze. Our theme was composed by Vincent Parrish. Sound production is done by Sydney Johnson. You can find us on social media at Boost Pod. That's B-O-O-S-E-D Pod. If you would like to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash Pod to make a contribution. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, get Boost.
1: Mm. Hold up.